let's hear in under one minute the story of Bob Dylan from 75 years of Bob Dylan. That's right. Okay. That's what we're doing. Let's start in 1941. Here we go. Is that when he was born? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. You're good at math. Okay. He was born in Minnesota. He then uh, decided he liked uh, Woody Guthrie. He's like, I'm going to be Woody Guthrie. He moves to New York. He pretends to be Woody Guthrie. He also pretends to be other people. He also says that he was in the circus and he hopped trains, which he probably didn't, but maybe he did. Nobody knows. He blows up. He gets bigger and bigger and bigger. He gets signed to labels. He turns into this crazy electric rock god who spouts poetry and everyone thinks is like the prophet of the generation. Then he gets in a motorcycle accident. Then he disappears. People are like, where did Bob Dylan go? Nobody knows. He's quiet. He's planning. He's really just fucking around, just making some weird music. And some people like it and some people don't. And then uh, spends the next few decades like making stuff that people usually don't like. But every once in a while, they're like, hey, that's great. That's wonderful. Can you do more of that? And then he goes, no, I'm going to do something weird again. And then uh, it wasn't until about the late 90s that he came out with a pretty record-breaking album. Everyone's like, whoa, he's like super serious now. He sounds like uh, sounds like a dump truck or a gravel truck or a cement truck or whatever. Some kind of truck. Whatever Tom Waits sounds like. And he's super sad. And it sounds like he's going to die any second. And then he didn't. He just keeps making music. And he's still around. And it's his 75th birthday. Happy birthday. 75. So... Okay, so you should say something like, hello, hello and welcome to hello. Birthday Buddies. Hello and welcome to Birthday Buddies. I, I'm your host, Jonathan Briggs. I'm your host, Jonathan Briggs. And with me, uh, as always, is fellow birthday buddy, Figbar Lonesome. We're the Birthday Buddies, and if you're listening, so are you. Welcome you're to the club. You're a birthday buddy, too. Uh, yeah, woo! I'll put in some sound effects in post. Okay. Uh, who are you? Uh, tell tell the people who you are. Well, I'm I'm Figbar. Yeah, like I just said. Uh huh. Um, I'm a fan of Bob Dylan. Uh huh. You're a fan of Bob Dylan. Uh huh. That's who you are. Yeah. And that's why we're doing this podcast. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, because we want to celebrate birthdays, but yeah. also because Bob Dylan's worthy. We're the guy to have a birthday celebration. Yeah. Figbar, what's your favorite uh, Bob Dylan That's talk? what I was going to ask you. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, it's really difficult. I think, actually, we did discuss this last time. What do you, don't break the illusion. Oh, what, last, last time, time we hit record yeah. what, during this session. <clears throat> so, my favorite Bob Dylan song. Can't pick favorites, man. You can't do that. What's your... We're too close to it. What's your current favorite? What do you what do you jam what Dylan jam are you jamming on right now? So I have this theory that I, I told you about previously. That, I don't uh, remember it. There's a few. I think there's a few Bob Dylan songs that are like uh, thematically connected in my head. Uh, where we got Lily Rosemary and the Jack of Hearts is a song by Bob Dylan. Stars has a few characters in the narrative, and one of them is the Jack of Hearts. I think in the song Isis that uh, perhaps the stranger who takes the main character on a crazy journey that ends up 
not really being fruitful is the Jack of Hearts, but older. And I think the main character in Isis might be the same main character as, as in Senor, Tales of Yankee Power. And then I've been recently listening to Later Dylan and came across the song, again, uh, Ain't Talkin', which is wonderful. Um, I need to start over because I'm just saying a bunch of bullshit. No, no, no. Um, when did you become a conspiracy theorist? <laughs> Never. That, no, it is pretty. It's, uh, it's like the same kind of energy. It's funny to think about. It's like... Uh, it's a much more innocuous uh, uh, version of the conspiracy theorist where there's probably much there certainly there's one author there's one person who is connect who's connected yeah, to all these so uh, you can connect these dots and it's great yeah but if you okay so if you ask me what my favorite Dylan song is it changes a lot but I really like the ones where there are like clear narratives mm-hmm. and then there's a few of them that are like very much first person slightly Western-themed narratives. So you got Lily Rosemary and the Jack of Hearts, Isis, Senor, Tales of Yankee Power, and then Ain't Talkin'. And then, yes, my little private conspiracy is that these are all similar characters or, like, in the same universe, and so I've been constructing in my head a weird universe that all these songs can exist in, mostly so I can do comic book adaptations of them and then give them to Bob Dylan. Jonathan. Yeah. I just had this crazy idea. What? What if you told me your favorite Bob Dylan song? I would say the, it's funny, uh, the first one that came to mind, and I think it was because it, we were just listening to it before we started, was uh, one of us must know sooner or later, but I, that's definitely not it. I, but I do, uh, I really like the piano on that, and I really like, I like his I like songs of his that have a big builds um so it's actually less about the lyrical content and more uh, about the musicality even though I'm not a musician um well like what what ones have a big build so a lot of his are just like the same sad eyed lady over. of the lowlands is okay. probably I want to say that that's my favorite even though that's not, I don't like I know it's about you know Sarah Lowndes obviously but it's not like it's not it's you know one of his fucking image poemy songs uh because i don't i don't i don't know anything but the the legend of that <clears throat> song was that the band was playing uh he was like i'm i'm sure i'm gonna fuck up all kinds of stuff but fuck it up i'm gonna fuck Just it up fuck it up dude here i go uh that the band was uh told that he's just he had pages basically of verses or he just had many verses and was like i'm uh, you know it's like we'll probably go out after the third verse and just you know <laughs> basically they thought it was going to be a shorter song so every time they went to the chorus the band fucking just rocked out harder and harder but he just never stopped, so they just kept going. And so it's like every nice. time they build and build and build, and then, and then it goes down. And so that like that type of stuff. And then like they... I like that. Yeah. I like that organic stuff in a song is when people yeah. start and then like laugh and then keep going. Yeah. And then they just keep it all. Yeah. Kind of like what we're doing here. Yep. That's, yeah. Would you say Bob Noam was the f- essentially the first podcaster? Yeah. Yeah. So that's... Uh, uh, that's common knowledge. Take that, haters... Um, what about favorite Bob Dylan lines? Because it's hard for me to pick favorite songs, but there's like, 
like a motorcycle nightmare when he goes, I like Fidel Castro and his beard. Like, <laughs> yeah. Those are I good ones. I like, um, I like uh, stuff that makes me really sad for Dylan Lines or like mean, meaner Dylan Lines. So, I mean, but so the sad one that I think of, which is a pretty obvious one to anybody who likes Dylan, but, you know, if you're listening to this just because you like me and Figbar, uh, you know, uh, one of my favorite lines is like a corkscrew, corkscrew to the heart ever since we've been apart. It's just a sweet, sad, like little fucking emo line, but I like it a lot. Yeah, that's good. It's a good image. Corkscrew to the heart. Oh, boy. Yeah, I like the powerful, sad ones, but I, I also like when he allows himself to be like a goofball, which is not all the time. Yeah, yeah. He did it more when when he was younger. He didn't take himself as seriously. <laughs> um, but even like recently, like talking about drinking the milk of a thousand cows, like yeah, it's, he can be a goofball sometimes. Oh, how many cows do you think you? Oh my god, that's a lot of milk. Think, but think about how many different cows with this. Uh, Let's not get into factory farming here, okay? <clears throat> we don't uh, want to get into that. No. But we've, uh, I bet it's in the 10,000s. Well, like how many cows? How many you, different cows you drank milk from? Not oh. literally from the teat, but, you know. Right. I've I've done significantly less cows than you. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're so a I was a, I was a soy milk middle this school. This guy's a hippie. Drank a lot of soy milk in middle school? I was a whole milk, homegrown American boy. Uh, ate a lot of cheese and and I don't know I don't even remember <laughs> yesterday. Um, yes, uh, other I think from the same song. Um, I really like uh, "Bird on the Horizon" sitting on a fence. He's singing my so- he's singing the song for me at his own expense, and I'm just like that bird. Ooh, singing just for you. I hope that you can hear hear me singing through these tears. Oh, so good. He does. Yeah, I like his bird stuff. I was just thinking about uh, hate when I make that noise because I can hear it. It's real, real gross. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not. It's, it, I'm sure. I'm not gonna edit it out. <laughs> okay, I should probably stop doing that in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, man, what's the one where? Uh, People ask him how it feels to be free, and then he answers most mysteriously, <laughs> mysteriously, a bird's free from the I, chains I, of the Skyway. Is that what it is? I don't know. I don't know. What you, I don't know what that is. Oh, what? <laughs> I'm sure I do, but I don't. I think I it's a ballad in plain D off of uh, yeah. another side. I, no? just, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I don't know. Are you telling me you haven't listened to another side? How about this? We'll take a quick break. We'll listen to that song. Okay. And uh, and we'll see if that's what it is. I once loved a girl. Her skin it was bronze. With the innocence of her love, she was gentle like a fawn. I courted her proudly, but now she's gone. Gone as the season she's taken. Because, you know, like a, a lot of people you have go. To start like, from the beginning. Okay. A lot of people are like, I hate Bob Dylan. That guy is like, he's he's an activist, and I don't like activists, and his voice is gross, and what's with his. I hate him. Like, why do you like him so much? Are you asking me? Mm hmm. <laughs> 
That wasn't uh, like rhetorical. Why I like him so much, I'm not really sure. I just, I think, I think it's just be, fuck. I just like his music, and um, and 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 it and it's, I like that he's a changeling. Like I like that he's been so many different things and uh, and has made yeah such different music. And um, you know, not all of it's great, but somehow I still love it all, even the shit that's not great. Um, I love that it exists. I love that he just continue to do his own thing people you know i don't know people uh he lost a lot of people along the way but still you know it's like uh he's still uh god well, damn yeah. it no what am it's I saying? <laughs> there <laughs> saved me there are so many different eras of him yeah yeah but it's not even just that like he lost a lot of people on the way he like gained people like us who weren't around at the beginning right so it's not like it's but not, even like me getting see i think you had a different well, I was like, I was raised on him, so yeah, like, it I was wasn't. imprinted on my brain when I was yeah. very little, and that's that's really cool. I I didn't really get into him until like my senior year in high school, and then not really until uh, I when I uh, I studied abroad in England. Oh, yeah. it wasn't until I had my uh, twenty gig uh, well, what classic was there, what iPod was, filled with everything. Um, sorry, you studied abroad in England. Yeah, what was her name? Ooh. You were studying abroad. Uh, yeah, and uh, I I loaded up, you know, I loaded up most of my iPod with just with his disc discography, and uh, yeah, I never and I never didn't look back. <laughs> I never don't did look back. Don't oh. looked back. <laughs> never looked back. Good for don't uh, looking back. Yeah. Yeah, I like. I definitely have a higher tolerance, and I like. I try to be like a weird Bob Dylan converter to a lot of people who are like, I don't like him, and I like. I go like, well, that never worked. Has that ever worked? It's worked for you? a lot for me, yeah. yeah. But you got to pick the right songs because, uh, like, we have a higher tolerance. So, like, yeah, there are certain things where, like, this is great, and like, if you just if that's the first song that you give to somebody, like one of the weirdo deep cuts, they're gonna just be turned off. So you got to like. You just gotta ease him into it. Yeah, but I don't. I wouldn't even know where to begin. I've never tried it because I don't love love songs are good. Like the ones yeah. that are legitimate instead of like hateful. Those yeah. ones are good. Uh, anything musically interesting and not just lyrically interesting. Mm-hmm. But you know, I like everything about him. I like, I like his rhyme schemes. I like his poetry, even if like the music is kind of like nothing or odd or not there or boring if like the poetry is good or the math of the way he structures everything is good then i like it i like his nose i like his hair i like his voice i think you're in love <laughs> love his voice happy birthday bobby i got a present for you it's bob big bar <laughs> i love all your voices yeah. i like your i like your frog your kermit the frog voice that one's really good what's that one it's like lady 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 oh i uh, see it <laughs> Um, actually shout out to Dave Wheeler. He was the one that kind of, that was like, you know, got me past just listening to, to fucking, you know, the Bob Dylan and another side of Bob Dylan. Uh, he, uh, he, 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 I don't, why did I bring him up? It was, there was a reason, (laughs) something you just said. Oh, Oh, he told me. And I'm sure this is apocryphal. I never looked it up, but I believed him at the time. You know, I was a dumb kid. I was 19. Uh, he told me that uh, Bob 
that during the recording of Nashville Skyline, Bob had a cold. And oh, that's no, why I, I think that might be true. Really? Yeah. You but can, he's trying. I mean, he's trying to be a crooner. Like he's trying to be a country. Crooner. Yeah, I don't think he sounds like that just because he has a cold. But you can tell that he but also does, has a cold. And I was like, oh, you, that makes so much sense, because there's no other album that he sings like that on. Not like that. Like a little bit in uh, New Morning. Mm-hmm. But it's it's more just and normal. and John Wesley Harding. Yeah, but even that is still like it's like kind of his standard whiny with like a little bit of a nasal thing, but. But that is just whatever troubles you have <laughs> in your mind. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird stuff. Great song. Weird stuff. But that's why it's hard for me to choose a favorite era. And uh, full disclosure, listeners, I've been going through his entire discography, everything, all the bootlegs, everything available on Spotify in order for a while now. And you get to hear the evolution of everything. And it's wonderful. And I just can't I can't pick favorites. Even the dreaded Christian phase that everyone's like, it's so terrible. There are some amazing songs in there. No, oh, I'm just starting. I'm, <laughs> yep. Well, you no, know, this is funny. I'm just no, no, talking no. about how well, much Well, you don't have Bob to be Dylan. funny. We're, just, we're talking about Bob Dylan, but we're going to stop because it's not just about Bob Dylan. It's about his birthday. It's about May 24th. So we're going uh, to take a quick break, clear our heads. We're going to shake out the Bob Dylan for a second. We're going to listen to... A song. A song. We're just gonna. Who knows say what it is? Okay, sure. Um, I'm gonna, you know, maybe you send me a note later, if uh, yeah, and, and you go. I really want it to be this song, and okay. then we'll put yeah. that in right, right now, now, now. And we're back. We're back. Welcome to This Day on Wikipedia. This Day on Wikipedia, May 24th. This is... The part of the podcast where we just uh, pull up this day uh, on Wikipedia. Yeah, specifically the, the May 24th uh, entry on the uh, digital encyclopedia called Wikipedia. It's called Wikipedia is called the free encyclopedia, according to this tag I'm looking at right now. Um, May 24th is the 144th day of the year, 145th in leap years, which this year is... Isn't it? Yeah, it is. I remember a twenty minute. Uh, uh, pick a day, pick a year, and make. Wait, wait. 90. Go back. How up. does it work? I really like this. The Fifth Crusade leaves Acre for Egypt. That was in twelve eighteen. I don't know what the Fifth Crusade is. I don't know. What's Acre? That's a place. Sounds pretty cool. The Fifth Crusade leaves Acre for Egypt. Hey, so all you history buffs out there, what a day that was. Whew. Um, I like this weird coincidence. In 1738, John Wesley is converted, essentially launching the Methodist movement. Now that uh, is great because uh, John Wesley Harding, Harding is a Bob Dylan album. Yeah, look That's at that. A, there's also a song on that album called John Wesley Harding, and apparently he's one of those Western folk heroes. 
rebels, outlaws, folk hero guys. I don't think this is the same person though. Huh? Is it though? Well, I don't know. I no, this looks out. like a. He said. This is launching a Methodist move. This is not the John Wesley Harding. This is this John is, Wesley. Yeah, this is the John Wesley. Uh, oh, 1830, Mary Had a Little Lamb by Sarah Josepha Hale is published. That's oh. good to know. Do you think Dylan's ever saying it? No, but he has saying this old man on uh, like a weird Disney, like raising money for children with AIDS. Hey, album. maybe uh, that's, um, maybe we can put that in somewhere <laughs> to get, convert anybody that wasn't a Dylan fan. Yeah. <laughs> I just saw some uh, local uh, local history for for us right now. We're recording in Brooklyn. Oh yeah, uh, the Brooklyn the, Bridge. Uh, what's our area code? Right in here. I don't want any strangers to know that. Oh, okay. In case strangers. It... I'll, I'll I'll beep it. Out. I'll bleep it out. Good. I'm not gonna bleep it out. Uh, the Brooklyn Bridge. Open for traffic after 14 years of construction in 1883. Oh, 14 years. So some things change. 14 years and many deaths. Some things just stay the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, but that, you know, like the L train construction could be. Oh, this is a this brings us to the segment of the podcast. Local stuff. (laughs) Oh, let's hear (laughs) the segment is L train. Oh, yeah. Don't get me started on the. That's actually (laughs) the segment is called. Don't get me started on the L train. Don't get me started on the L train. Ooh, the worst. So let's move on. Uh, what else? Ooh, I like this. This is local to where I grew up. The trial of Sacco and Vanzetti uh, what's, begins what's in 1921. They were two anarchists who were accused of murder, I think, but they were in uh, Brockton, uh, Brockton, Massachusetts. Were they accused of murder or murder? Murder. Uh, yeah, they're uh, they're a couple of cool guys that sound like they're Italian clowns, but <laughs> I think they're anarchists. Uh, I don't know much more. They could have been both. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else we got? We're. Uh, I mean, I just went to 1921, so we're getting close to modern times. Yeah. Uh, Holocaust. Blah blah blah. Cyprus. Holocaust. Blah blah blah. I think that's the first time that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's ever been said Ooh, what's that way. the judgment of paris um i don't know but in 1976 it took place in oh France. i read about this recently coincidentally well, tell me all about it uh, the judgment of paris takes place in france launching california as a worldwide force in the production of quality wine Ooh. i think uh, yeah i think this was like the beginning this was the birth the of california chardonnay mm, and <laughs> merlot <laughs> yes yummy this is uh this speaks to me because I I'm from Northern California I'm from from near the Anderson Valley near Napa all that all that good stuff so very very proud of my California winemakers. Um, you want to skip to the 21st century? I guess so. Um, 2002, Russia and the United States signed the Moscow Treaty. What Boring. do you think that? Boring. What do you take a guess? What that treaty was. Because I'm assuming you don't know, because I definitely don't know. <laughs> like, is that when the Cold War actually ended? Was 2002? 2002? All right, that's your guess. <laughs> yeah. My guess is, uh, some sort my of guess, my tr- guess trade is agreement. Putin was like, uh, if Putin was in power, then might have been Dmitry Medvedev. I'm sure you have thought about this, but I never have until right now. But Putin 
sounds like he's going around farting all the time. Oh, no, I've never thought of that, but I do love a good (laughs) fart joke. Uh, So uh, quit Putin, Putin. You're stinking up the room. Uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) Let's see what the Moscow Treaty is. Oh, boy, I'm not reading all this. Uh, Uh, You guys can look it up. Agreeing to limit their nuclear arsenal. Oh, wow, that is nice. George Bush and Vladimir Putin getting it on. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but not, not no. Like the picture that. on Wikipedia is, has them fucking. Oh, um, and yeah, Sacco and Vanzetti. Look at that, South Braintree, Massachusetts. Mm. Cool. Uh, there are a couple of cool looking. Look at that mustache. They look them up, listeners. They look like I would never want to be friends with them. Yeah, they look scary, dude. Yeah, but they're just they were just communists, man, and they got executed. Oh, that's sad. Uh, well, maybe they actually did murder somebody. <laughs> Okay, what else happened? Um, well, we're pretty close to it now. Let's go to the most recent... Oh, no. There was an earthquake in uh, 2014. Okay. A 6.4 magnitude earthquake occurs in the Aegean... Aegean? Aegean. 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 I believe Be- it's pronounced again. I think it's the again sea. The again sea. Between Greece and Turkey. Injuring 324 people. Nobody died? Hmm. That's good. Yeah. But then there were uh, three people who were killed in the shooting in Jewish A lot of births. A lot of Bob Dylan shares birthdays with a lot of people. He shares one birthday. Queen Victoria, uh, Prince Albert. That was Prince Albert's wife. You know the. Uh, oh, I know the, about the Prince you know, Albert. Yeah, the I guy who had that. a big cock and he had to put a ring through his cock to hold his his dick in place. That's the legend. Was oh, that of him. the story? I thought he yeah. just had a ring in it for fun. I think he had a giant dick, and at the time, the fat I read about this, I think. Uh, maybe like a month or so ago, because uh, I was curious. I was like, "Why is it called the Prince Albert? That guy was royalty." Um, yeah, at the time, fashion was to show off your it was to wear tight pants. Um, and much like the nineteen sixties uh, and seventies, yeah. you know. So, uh, so jewelry on your junk was was cool. Yeah. So, uh, shout out to Prince Albert and his giant schlong. Well, um, there was another prince. There's a Prince Poppycock. It was it was Prince Albert's wife, Queen Victoria. That uh, no, but then there was Prince. Uh, oh, remember the Jamaican guy? Oh, I th- and then there was Prince Poppycock. Oh, I thought Prince Poppycock was a real prince. I don't think so. Poppy, Where that's Poppycock. And oh, there's too many people born on this day. This is ridiculous. Well, I think that's every day. <laughs> but uh, we're we're. Um, we're we're out of time. We baby 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 we're out of time. That is not a Bob Dylan song. Um it's a Rolling Stones song, but it it could have that could have been they probably lifted that from some Motown person. Um now that I think about it. So don't, uh, be, don't be rude. Why? No, huh? Rolling Stones don't Oh be yeah, rude. yeah, yeah. Uh give credit where credit's due, which they ha- had to do and probably did. And and they may have written that song. I don't know. I don't think so. It sounds like a early. I think that's an early Stones song. I don't know much about Stones, but listeners, if you think you know more about the Rolling write Stones, to than us. us, or d- oh, I was gonna say don't. Um. Uh, no. 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 The, uh, you know whatever you want. Uh. Just be you. Correct us. Incorrect us. Whatever floats your boat. That's right. Um. We're gonna take a quick break. We'll see you in a second. That uh, concludes. This day, what is it called? What's the segment called? That was this day in birth three. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think it was called uh, Today According to Wikipedia. Something like that. 
I like today today and birthstory. Yeah, but it was okay because it's history and birthdays. You get it? It's today like birthday and, and history. All right. Well, we'll talk about it. All right. Well, uh, uh, next up is the specials doing one of their songs. You're not a re- radio DJ. This is <laughs> podcast. Oh. All right. Uh, see see y'all in 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 sec- in, in, in in butt moments. If tonight was not a good trail, if tomorrow wasn't such a long time, lonesome would mean nothing to you at all. Isn't Welcome back to Birthday Buddies. Uh, this segment that we are about to in in embark on is a little something that we don't have a name for. Um, if you have a name, uh, why don't you tweet at us? Our uh, Twitter handle is a uh, Birthday Bud Pod. That's a terrible. Yeah, the terrible guy, handle. some fucking asshole, has birthday buddies and he doesn't even tweet. He's got like uh, two followers. And it's uh, it's just the worst. These fucking these these Twitter Twitter sitters is what I like oh, to call them. Goddamn Twitter sitters. So, <laughs> so, um, what I'm gonna call it for now, this segment is birthday face. Um, if you have if you have a better name, anybody, we can't think. Please of anything. help us. Tweet at us, birthday bud pod, not birthday buddies. That tweet at that guy. Say fuck you, buddy. You can uh, tweet him. T- no, I don't. Don't. No, tweet fuck you, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, and say we are, we are encouraging and online say, harassment. And say sent to you by birthday bud pod. And then uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna start a Twitter war. We're gonna scare him into giving us Twitter his god- war. goddamn Twitter handle. War. Twitter anyway, war. The way Facebook. Uh, the way birthday face. The way birthday face works is using uh, Facebook. We both pulled up our Facebook calendars. And we're gonna look. I think. At I think birthday face is better if you say it like uh, like you're really really fucked up. Like okay. birthday face. <laughs> like birthday face. Not as good. Uh, birthday just, face. Anywho, <clears throat> uh, the way did I explain how this works? No. Uh, wait, did you explain to our birthday buddies or did yeah. you explain to me? No, you know how it works. Do our birthday buddies know. You explain to me. <laughs> our birthday buddies. <laughs> uh, we pull up our Facebook calendars. And then we find out and we, and we just who's look. born on our guests. It, our guest being Bob <laughs> Dylan. <Jesus> Christ. <laughs> we want to know who shares a birthday with Bob Dylan. That's all birthday faces. Who on our Facebook calendar, which is usually a bunch of fucking losers that we went to high school with, that's what Facebook is for, or like family members that we don't really care about, but for some right. reason we are connected to them. So right now we have Fig Bar's Facebook calendar um, pulled up. 
I'm on May 24th. I'm going to pull it up. It's a man named oh, Dan Romano. Oh, shit. That's Dan Romano. Who's Dan Romano? Dan Romano is not somebody that I went to school with and don't care about or a family member that I want to avoid. Oh, Dan yeah. Romano is the the dashing significant other of my friend Becky Kozel. Oh, that's nice. I think I met him. I think you did. He was dressed as He-Man at um, not the year 2015 Halloween party, but your 2014 Halloween party. That's probably correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a great guy. He's a character. He's a firecracker. He has a good beard. Uh, he has an excellent Jersey accent. Um, and I, apparently he has a fish named Trigonometry. <laughs> didn't know that. Uh, recently, uh, my my special lady friend Kelly and I realized that, that Dan Romano's uh, story style like comedy style, just just basically his his cadence. The it's way, a lot the like way he Charlie talks. Day. No, it's a lot like Dave Chappelle. Huh. I guess he, I didn't notice that because he he's sounds, a white guy. He sounds a little bit like Charlie Day, but the way he tells stories is like Chappelle. Hmm. I guess I don't really just know two, how Dave Chappelle tells. Two great people. Listen, Figbar, you got a lot of notifications on there. You gotta you gotta check that out. See what's That's going on. That's neither here nor there. All right. Um, he has nine thousand unchecked no- notifications. <laughs> this guy, he's got some dirty stuff. Um, anything else you want to say about Dan? You know, well, I mean, first in, first impressions. Do a quick look here. We've uh, we have two mutual friends, <laughs> even though he has three hundred ninety-two friends. So that's weird. Um, time's up. Let's go to. Uh, <laughs> Let's go to your Facebook. Um, May 24th, I am currently switched over to my... uh, Do I have anybody? Oh, I do. There it is. Oh, I like this guy. (laughs) Joe Pacheco. Joe Pacheco? Pacheco is a very common Portuguese name. Um, Where I grew up, there were a lot of Portuguese people. He lives... In Raynham, Massachusetts, he went to my the same high school as me. He's about, I think he's probably four, I think he's your age. Oh, I don't want to tell. Oh, wait, this is about birthdays. Uh, I think he's probably 33. Yeah, I just turned 33. Yeah, I think he's four years older than me, which is what you are. Figbar, I'm the young one of the group, ladies. Just kidding, I'm taking forever. (laughs) Um, Joe Pacheco, he is the only, like, person he's a politician he is a selectman in rain in rainham i don't know what a selectman is. it's basically if you're a town that's small so this is a neighboring town to totten massachusetts where i grew up yeah if you uh, if you're a town small enough to not have like a real mayor and city council you have selectmen so you're a fake town and then you come up with a fake name yeah i mean but people still have to run the town even if it's a town you know you have taxes and and right. like selectman just sounds like something that like an eight-year-old came up with i think i mean do you want to google selectman no okay well <laughs> uh yeah I'm i got a, nothing a, else to say about him he's I'm just a, a nice I'm a, I'm a professional debbie downer okay yeah he's just yeah i know that you ain't got nothing else to say about this he's guy? just a ni- he was like a nice what's guy. his what's his haircut like Look at this guy. He's, Is that him? I he's didn't know nor- which. Like he's a, just a guy, you know. Look at he's just. He's, he's, I bet this guy is an, dead. He's probably a nice <laughs> Jesus. Look at him. <laughs> yeah, he probably is. His profile pic for you listeners. Uh, so, <laughs> Joe Pacheco is a little tubby. He's always been a little bit of a tubbo. Joe, Joe, Joe. I hope he's Joe Pacheco, Pacheco, if you're listening, sorry we we're making fun of your dead grandpa. Oh, is that who it is? <laughs> oh, is that his dad? 
Um, well, it does say so sorry about your loss in the comments a lot. So I'm assuming oh, it's either his dad yeah. or his grandpa. He looked, uh, you know, I was right. Hashtag blessed. Yeah. You know, people die and, you know, you're a good guy. I remember you as a good guy. And People uh, do die. And it's something that I think about a lot. And it's uh, it's really difficult you to be so obsessed with mortality. And, you know, who also was obsessed with mortality at a very young age, in like his early 20s? Well, I was just going to ask you, do you think the reason why you wanted to do a podcast about birthdays is because of your fear of death? <laughs> Maybe. That's cool. You know, so birthdays I, are about no, celebrating I'm more, life. No, I more just wanted a theme that we could, like, build around, like, birthdays oh, are good. Okay. So you don't even, you don't even, you have no horses in this race. I have a lot of horses <laughs> in this race. All right. I I'm going to close your Facebook now. Okay. All right. So that uh, wraps up Bookface or Fuck book or whatever the fuck we're calling it it's called fuck book okay that wraps up fuck book we basically look at people who were born on this day in, in history and then and then say if we want to fuck them or not um and if you we did that if you queen victoria if you missed it then you missed it all right uh we'll take a quick uh wink wink break and uh we'll be right back what song are we listening buddies. to this time uh uh froggy win by Bob Dylan. Hey guys, it's Jared. This commercial used Bob Dylan to send a subliminal message of the Mark of the Beast to millions of Super Bowl fans. Now Bob Dylan, along with the entertainment industry, is a part of the satanic, luciferian, illuminati agenda, whether knowingly or unknowingly. They promote the symbols, ideals, and message of the satanic beast system to get the masses desensitized to the Antichrist rise to power by the stars and idols they worship. You forgot your own joke? I forgot my own joke. Uh, welcome back, birthday buddies. This next segment is called Zodiac Filler. So, uh, the uh, period from May 21st to June 20th is uh, typically attributed to the the uh, Gemini astrological sign. I don't know if my terminology was correct there, because I don't actually give a shit about astrology. Yeah, I don't know much about it. I don't care one way or the other, but hey... This podcast, we're t- we're you're here to cover all the birthday stuff. We're dedicated to birthdays. I thought you were gonna start a long list of things that were. <laughs> <laughs> we're dedicated. We're committed. <laughs> you're just gonna do synonyms for. <laughs> that, those are that's the one I know. Oh, because I thought you were gonna say that you thought I was dedicated to, and then a whole list of objects like dedicated to chicken pot pie. Why not? When was the last time you had a chicken pot pie? Uh, I had a steak pot pie in Washington, D.C. on my birthday. Oh. Birthday! I gotta eat more, I gotta eat more savory pies. It's great. Uh, da- dangerously Delicious. It's in, uh, it's in, there's a couple locations in D.C. There's Shout a location, out to Dangerously Delicious. Location in Baltimore. I don't know where else there's locations. Probably those two. Excellent, those excellent two pies. All right. Savory so, and sweet. Yeah, I like a Dangerously good, Delicious. I like a good pie. I like all pies. Give me a pie. Fuck cake. Get that cake out of my face. Give me a pie. Um, um, so, yeah. Well, actually, what what, actually what, quick interruption on the uh, Zodiac filler. What do you say about birthday cake? If you're talking birthdays. Oh, I prefer birthday steak. Nice. Which is I think we did. I think we once <laughs> recorded you saying that. <laughs> Probably. But that's... We'll, we'll look for it, and then I'm going to... But I wasn't even thinking about that when I ate the steak pot pie huh. but that was my birthday steak 
That's awesome. I'm it was actually a smog, which was steak, mushroom, onion, gruyere. Whoa. Yeah. That sounds fucking good. <laughs> it's good. I love all of those things. <laughs> They're great. Um, so anyway, back to uh, Zodiac Filler. This is uh, the part of the podcast where we look at the astrological um, a- attributes um, um, according to zodiac-signs-astrology.com. And, uh, the best astrology the leading, site. The leading astrology site for 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 for, for, for the for, web for the web, and um, so we look at the um, the attributes of a Gemini, and we just talk about it in terms of our of our our subject, which is our, our birthday buddy, Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. So here we go. Energetic. Yeah. Sure, of course. I mean, uh, probably not as much anymore. He's 75 years old. He's got to slow down. Take still, it easy. Still pretty energetic for a 75-year-old. We don't want him to die. We, we're we going to see him uh, July 8th at Forest Hills sta- Stadium. We don't want him to die before that. I guess, yeah, I guess you should stay energetic. Yeah, he's good. He still he puts on a good show. Clever. Clever. Well, he is clever. He's the cleverest. He is clever. Witty, witty goes with clever. I don't know why that imaginative he is <laughs> yeah, he's a singer songwriter yeah he's a poet he knows he wrote, it he, he hopes he doesn't blow it what's that is that a dylan lyric yeah. yes. nice. adaptable well i hope we have taught you one thing if anything about bob dylan is that he is adaptable yeah he's sung gospel he's sung country he's sung other things that white people do <laughs> sing like folk, folk and yeah, crooning rock and roll <laughs> he yeah now he now he just does this soporific uh great vocabulary great, word. great american songwriter song sorry great american <laughs> songbook shit um which it sounds good coming from cole porter not so much coming but from but like having gone through his entire catalog i'm just assuming this is like one of those weird lulls where he just does this weird bullshit. Yeah. And then but he's he going to come out with a great album. He's again. not going to live to be a fucking 120. You don't know. How old is Keith Richards? I think younger than Bob Dylan. He looks like twice as old. I know. All right. Uh, so Gemini weakness keywords. Ooh. Ooh uh-oh. These aren't strength keywords. These Super are weaknesses. Superficial. What do you think about that? I would. Uh, <laughs> are, are we finally going to get you to like uh, we? I, I don't. I, I don't have any horse in this race. Uh, are we finally going to get you? I don't know. Horse of horse. Horse of horse. Okay. So Gemini weakness keywords superficial i would argue that early bob dylan was absolutely superficial in his public relations not necessarily his music but his old lying about being a member of the circus and all that and he was just like just building building a an image of himself and staying very surface and not letting anybody know who he was and maybe still maybe still to this yeah. day you can't know who he is yeah without the music i d- i I would say this is a, a clear example of uh, bullshit. <laughs> the, the astrology. I don't. I, don't th- I mean, there's no. There's no way. To, like, certainly he has an ego and and uh, and and like an image. But I don't. Superficial. That's insane. Because he writes crazy songs, uh, beautiful songs, and you can't be super. You can't be one. And yeah, I don't think you can be a great songwriter and be superficial because if you're superficial you're right you're taylor swift you're writing 
I'm sorry. Oh, oh, oh okay. But come on, she's writing. She's writing bubblegum music for teeny boppers and old ladies and um, and dads. She tears pages from her heart diary <laughs> and then sings them into your ears. Yeah. So maybe Taylor Swift is Gemini too. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's a way to to save this Gemini weakness. But anyway, impulsive is the next weakness. This is not Taylor Swift's birthday. No, it's Bob Dylan's. Impulsive. Impulsive. I, from what I know about the guy. I don't feel he's an impulsive person. That sounds like we're just defend <laughs> defending him. Like, what's impulsive about him? Uh, I, I don't know. Well, if you watch that D.A. Pennebaker documentary, uh, Don't Look Back, he seems pretty... Uh, is that what it's called? Yeah. I mean, he's high a lot. Oh, yeah. I guess he was <laughs> fucking high on amphetamine, so you can't not be impulsive. Um, so, yeah. I, but he's kind of just hanging out. and He also takes... I mean, as prolific as he is, he kind of... It's not like, it's not like he just like is putting out a song a day or anything. So yeah, I agree yeah, with you. He's yeah, not impulsive. Restless, restless at times. Yeah, up sure. and down like anybody. Um, he has a song, "Restless Farewell." <laughs> so yeah, oh, he's restless. So, yes, so correct. Yep. Devious. Moving on, devious. Uh, if we go back to the early days, it was lying. But then like he's also eighteen years old, or twenty, or nineteen, or whatever. Um, I don't know about devious. Yeah, we'll, we'll maybe we'll say yeah, maybe maybe zodiac. Dash I think they're doing this weird thing. It's like okay, so all the strength words are yeah, like yeah. creative, yeah, yeah. and then so like of course the flip side is deception and lying. That for the record, is, which uh, is creative. For the record, birthday buddies, it does not say deception and lying. He's not a liar, but he is a liar. But you know, he's not. But he is devious and superficial and. Indecisive, indecisive is the last one. I didn't know. I mean, you don't get to be a fucking American legend and be indecisive. This man is uh, decisive. An American legend or an American poet? <laughs> is that like a an epithet? <laughs> for him? Anyway. That would be good. Um, uh, I, I Gem mean, Gemini and Independence? I, I don't really know what this else to why, read. Why did we take so long with the first part? I no, mean, I mean, I think, we're, I think we pretty much wrapped it up. It was a... Uh, Wait, can we go to Gemini in a nutshell? I think we should go to Gemini love, sex, and relationships. Well, should, he's we do, had a long should we do what it's like to date a Gemini man, not woman? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where do you see that? That was under that, that right there. Oh. Yeah, you see it? Yeah. Birthday buddies, do you see it? Zodiac-astrology.com. You know it's a quality site if it has dashes <laughs> in it. <coughs> All right, I'll, I'll not edit that out. Uh, what's it like to date a Gemini man? He's a great date. Charming, witty, funny, clever, talkative, creative, adventurous. Just make sure you can keep up with him. Oh, that means he fucks like a Bob Dylan, if you know what I mean. I do. Um, you know. Women are drawn to Gemini men because of their zest for life and their vitality and enthusiasm. You may have competition in Two, if <laughs> you are trying to win his heart. Yes, that's T.O. Two. You may have competition, too, if you are trying Zodiac to win dash his heart. Zodiac-signs-astrology.com. And I, I'm, that's fine. Gemini <laughs> loves to experiment, and sex with a Gemini is full of novelty and excitement. Ooh. Trying anything and everything, nearly anywhere. Gemini is not for the faint of heart or the shy and secretive lovers. So if you Wait, is that saying Gemini is not for the faint of heart 
not for the shy and not for secretive lovers? Oh, yeah. Or is it Gemini is not for the faint of heart or the shy and it is for secretive lovers? I think the f- the former. Because hmm. I feel Bob Dylan's a very secretive person, but he's not a secretive lover. So he just tells everybody all the weird shit that you guys did together. What's the secretive part of the loving? Well, here? he is. I mean, this is probably the truest thing that this. That he'll, just write a, he'll write a song yes, about your exactly. sex. Yeah. Mm. He'll be like, you break just like a little girl. He'll be like, oh, yeah. He'll be like, uh, don't have sex with Bob Dylan. Moral of the story. All right. So don't do it. So with the Zimmerman. In summation, you think. Insemination? No, no. In summation, Ah. you think Bob Dylan is uh, more or less a true and true, true and tried and true Gemini? I don't think so. Okay. Well, you hear you heard. Let me take <laughs> that you again. <laughs> you heard it here first, birthday buddies. Uh, Zodiac dash signs dash astrology dot com. What we got your number? What's your take though? Oh, you want to know what I think? Yeah, I think it's pretty important. I'd say the I'd say uh, I'd say the 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 truest thing about it is the sex with Gemini, which is the uh, not for secretive lovers. I, th- I think you know it's like that's that's what you do with uh, astrological signs you uh, right. throw you know you cast a wide net well because we don't i mean we don't know bob dylan cliche. we don't disclaimer we do not know about dylan i wish so we don't know if the sex with him is full of novelty and excitement gotta we don't that. know he we can probably sings his songs while he's fucking. <laughs> we can novel. We can. <laughs> Have you ever had a famous singer song? I hope writer? he sings Hurricane because that's <laughs> awkward. <laughs> but not his Hurricane. Here I am, Rocky like a Hurricane. Yes, of yeah. course. Yeah. But uh, he'll say like, "Do you want me to sing Hurricane?" And then his partner says no says every he, time. Says no, please and then he don't. never gets to do that joke. P- please don't. This is a, a depressing song. It makes me it makes me angry. And every time Denzel he's Washington like, oh, here. man, I was going to sing Rocky like a hurricane. It was going to be great. The uh, final thing I want to say about Zodiac-Signs-Astrology.com is m- the reason I, I chose this site is because it has a comment section on just the idea of an astrological uh, sign. And so Diane Nadalyn Malden? Oh, from, from Isothermal Community College. That can't be a real community college. She says, too bad. That's T O bad. Well, I don't know. I I make all kinds of spelling mistakes. I just uh, I don't know why I did that. Yeah, but it's the top comment. But we here at Birthday Buddies do not make spelling mistakes on the air. Yeah, that's right. Uh, boy. But I am a big dummy, and I'm proud of it. Too bad they don't do a summary of the cusps of the zodiac. Other than that, this describes me pretty well. So, you know, maybe her and Bob Dylan should hang out. Looks like yeah. It looks like Diane. Na- Nadalin? Maudlin? Maudlin? Yeah, Maudlin is what That's I wanted to say, mouthful. too. That's just a mouthful. Yeah. But Rashid Muhammad replied to her, meh, not at all. Oh, not oh. all. Not all, actually. Oh, oh, I misread that. Oh, oh, oh. Anywho, that about wraps it up with uh, with our Zodiac, uh, Zodiac filler segment. I think Figbar is dying. I am going to call 911, and we'll be right back on... Uh, Birthday buddies. Oh, he's still alive.
I'm sailing away, my old true love. There, there must be some way out of here. I'm sailing we away. This place. Welcome back to Birthday Buddies. I'm here with my birthday buddy, Fig Bar Lonesome. And, uh, and I'm joined with the guy who's talking right now, or who was just talking, and his name is Jonathan Briggs. That's me, past, present, future. We're talking birthdays. We're talking Bob Dylan's birthday. Um, any final thoughts on uh, Mr. Bobby D? I know, you know, it's well, t- it, this is a guy with a long career. We, we're deeply, deeply embedded in his life and in his music, and we don't know how to really talk about him, no. as, you've, as you've learned by listening to this podcast. It's hard, hard to get, get outside and, yeah. and, and not be in it yeah. with, with us because we're uber fans. But I did, I did like the five, the five points for you. And you did the five points for me, but my five points sucked. So can, <laughs> I, you com- can you come up with another five points? I don't know if I don't know if what you're talking about <laughs> is actually recorded. But you didn't record? No, I did. But <laughs> you said it was unusable. <laughs> no. So. But I realize right now that your five points were good. Those okay. were usable, and I then it just fell apart after that. I don't. Okay. So uh, I don't. Oh boy. I guess I just want to say something in yeah. the closing things yeah. instead of just like I say five points to you and you say five points and then it's over. Oh, no. That's not what we were doing. No, because everything after that was horrible. <laughs> I, I, I disagree. I think I had a real, a real, great, uh, <laughs> a real great scene between Bob Dylan and a, and a lady with a little lamb named Mary. Well, that's, that's for the editor, but now, editor yeah, to decide. Sure, and now we're, talking, we're referencing a thing that will, won't be in the – podcast so Meta. did you say murder yes i sucked the milk out of a thousand pounds <laughs> rock and roll um welcome back to birthday buddies this here is just about the end just about don't you worry this is our final thoughts segment um I want to apologize for us not being so coherent about Bob Dylan, but in the future, we really okay. So we really love Dylan. In the future, we're going to pick somebody we don't care about. Not that's not <laughs> true, <laughs> because we're not going to be able to talk about somebody we don't care about. We're we're just so deeply uh, in the in. I already said this. We're so deeply uh, enamored with Mr. Dylan, and we love his music, and we don't really know how to talk about him in a way that's not fanboyish. So um, we hope you enjoyed a little ride. We hope you will give Mr. Dylan a chance. We hope you'll wish him a happy birthday today, or, you know, if this is not May 24th anymore and you're listening to this, we hope you uh, wish him a belated birthday any day of the year that's not May 24th, even if it's May 23rd. Of next year, of any year, wish him a belated birthday <laughs> for the previous year. You should probably wish him. You should probably just wait a day. Nah. At that point, you should wait nah. a day. Now nah, wish him say happy belated birthday. I mean, last year, and then, the I mean, you know, and then and then. Um, and then wish him a happy birthday the next day. Yeah, of course. Yeah, don't bother him, man. Yeah, bother him, man. You've been listening to Birthday Buddies. I'm John Briggs. I'm Fig Bar Lonesome. 
Uh, if you want to, f- if you want to tweet at me in the Twitter world, it's the only social media platform I really pay attention to. Uh, you can find me at Save John Briggs, and that's it for me on the internet. You can find me at the Fig Bar on the Twitter sphere. You can also go to bashfulgraphics.com to find links to my online store and webcomic and other things. You can find everything through there, including Twitter. Anything else? No, that's it. All right. Well, we're birthday buddies. Uh, our podcast's Twitter handle, um, you know, it sucks, but it is what it is. It's at birthday bud pod. Uh, birthday bud pod. Um, Why isn't it birthday buddies? Because the fucking guy, man. I'm going to kill him. I'm gonna. You heard it here first. This is an actual death threat. I'm going to murder <laughs> the guy that has birthday buddies. You're Happy birthday, Bob. We love you. Your birthday buddies. Yeah. I ruined that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait, we love you. We love you. We with love all you. our hearts. We love you, birthday buddies. All two we of love our you, hearts. Bob Dylan. Um rest 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 easy, birthday buddies. Birthday we'll buddies. see you next birthday. Easy birth, happy birthday, easy. Goodbye. I will not go down under the ground. Cause somebody tells me that death's coming around And I will not carry myself down to die When I go to my grave, my head will be high Let me die in my footsteps Before I go down under There's been rumors of war and wars that have been The meaning of life has been lost in the wind Here's some people thinking that the end is close by Instead of learning to live they are learning to die Let me die in my footsteps before I go Excuse me, are you trying to touch my little lamb?